Alright, hey guys, it's now here with my friend Jared. We're in the kitchen making dumplings and we're gonna be pretending to answer some questions. Like, Dear Hank and John, or as Jared likes to call it, Oh, Dear Hank and Flan. Sure, something like that. Mm -hmm. So, we don't actually have questions prepared, but we're gonna pretend we do anyway. Mm -hmm. And. We're just going to give advice. Dubious advice, I'd say. Yes, the best kind of advice. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, Jared, our first question comes from user Melania. And Melania says, Dear Nalan Jared, What is the best way to satiate your hunger without consuming food. Hmm, do you consider people food now? I don't. I'm not sure if you're implying that cannibalism is the best way to satiate your hunger. Well, if people aren't food, you could satiate your hunger by eating them. Alright, I'd say intravenously getting your nutrients, but I guess we're just different people. Yeah, we are now. We really are different people. I mean, Literally, but I meant ideologically. Mm-hmm. And I'd eat different people. I, you know, in, if the situation came. No. I mean, I guess, you see, that's another way we differ. Is that I don't think I'd resort to cannibalism. Ah, you're missing out now. You make it sound as if you've already attempted cannibalism. No, no. But, you know, in a life or death situation, you gotta be prepared. For cannibalism? For anything, now. Maybe I'd learn how to fish instead, you know? What if you don't have any fish around now, but only other people? <sighs> I know this to say fishing practice won't practice for eating people, you know? What? You know, like how to put hooks and tie a bait and knock things out? <laughs> well, first of all, you don't have to knock out fish. I mean, some people do when they're flopping about. People do that too. They flop about. Do they? I feel like people put up much more resistance than fish, seeing as they can breathe in our given environment. Ah, uh, but we're all just fish out of water, aren't we now? No. Some of us are quite confident in our skin. Okay. Alright, this is normally the part of the Delicious, time. delicious skin, now. This is already taking a very weird turn. <laughs> I want you to know that. So, you've refused to listen to their Anchor John on principle. So, you don't know what happens, really, but the format is usually one of the brothers says the question, they do do this advice and have a discussion, mm -hmm. and the next brother goes on to our next question. They also have an opening bit, but I didn't think we needed that. Yeah, you could have practiced this more, huh? No, then it wouldn't be a poor man's dear Hank and John. Hank and Flan now. Hank and Flan. I, I don't... Like, you see, if, if I just... Why? Oh man, there's a hole. There's a hole in the dumpling I was making. That's fine. Okay. It'll be leaky and terrible, but what isn't leaky and terrible, right, Jared? A bladder. Wait, no, that is what's leaky and terrible. I'd argue most things are leaky and terrible. <laughs> it depends. Does a leak imply there was already a hole there, or does it create its own hole? You could call us leaky and terrible because technically, you know, you cut us open, we'll bleed leaky fluid. But I mean, we also have holes that leak fluid all the time, regardless. 
Ah, oh, fair point. Fair point. Alright. So yeah, like I was saying, as part of the format, normally, first they ask questions, give dubious advice, then they have an ad they have an advertisement section. Mm -hmm. We're not there yet. It's really your turn to give us the next question. Like I said, we didn't pre-prepare questions, so you'll just have to make one up. Alright, um, Sa uh, Sandy Sue from California is asking us, Dear Hank and John, what do you think happens when we die? Um, I think nothing happens, Jared. I mean, you mean Sad Sandy Sue? No, I'm addressing you. Oh, okay. But I should be addressing Sandy. See, that's you didn't even watch their podcast, and you're already getting the format better than me. Haha. <laughs> okay. Well, shocking. I mean, that seems like natural progression. Anyway, what were we just talking about? Uh, oh, what happens when you die? You don't think anything happens, so this life is all we have? No, I think after we die, we become hungry ghosts if we were bad people. And wow. If not, then we enter the cycle of reincarnation. But like nothing happens. Wow, you're just making that up now. That's ridiculous. What? Hungry Ghost? I'm pretty sure that's Hindu or Buddhist. Nah, I think you're just crazy now. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. No, at all. you know, like if you're if you're a ghost, how can you be hungry? You don't have internal organs. No, like let me see. I'm not well informed enough to explain. Yeah, this is your opinion on what happens after we die. You yeah, should be more informed on this. Based on why? Why? Yeah. It's kind of a big deal now. I'm looking forward to just being a hungry ghost. Suffering, never being satiated. Much wow. like life. Wow. So maybe you are a hungry ghost already. No, no, I'm pretty alive. Like, I can still communicate. Oh, okay. I haven't forsaken the cycle of reincarnation or something. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, how would you know if you have or haven't? Well, because... I just know. I don't think so. I mean, it's one of my base assumptions about reality. I mean, people assume they just know stuff, and they're yeah. often wrong. Well, my base assumptions about reality are what I need to function as a person. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Good. I never actually answered the question, though. Am I supposed to answer You are to? supposed to answer, too. Well, my answer is I don't have an answer. I'm not certain about anything, and I'm okay with that. If there's an afterlife, I'd be kind of disappointed, honestly, because I'd be looking forward to not feeling like anything specific, you know? Letting my soul just go into the cosmic breeze. Not yeah. really like feeling anything particular, good or bad, just, you know, being part of that background radiation in the universe, you know? Oh, well, but, Jared, I think that's a very noble aspiration, actually. Surprising, coming from you. Oh, how so? Well, no. you opened with cannibalism. Some noble aspirations are like few and far between, I'd imagine. Well, you shouldn't judge someone just about what they say about cannibalism now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should. I would don't, argue, don't, don't. I'd argue that that's exactly what you should do. Yeah, no, serious. if anyone, don't trust cannibals, okay? I'm not a cannibal. I'm not a... I mean, who knows what the future holds, right? All right, Mary Sue writes... Not Mary Sue, I feel like I've already done that. Anyway. 
um, Pokemon Screwheart writes in to say, if you could bring back any cartoon, what cartoon would you bring back? Symbionic Titan. Oh my god. Symbionic Titan. Symbionic Titan. Symbionic Titan. Jared, you sound like you're getting very passionate. You know, if I could bring back any cartoon, which cartoon I'd bring back, Jared? Oh god, I'm gonna hate your answer, aren't I? I'm gonna hate it. My answer is Biker Mice from Mars. Fuck this. What? Biker what? Mice from Mars, 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 Mars. That's not their theme song, actually. You don't even remember the theme song of the cartoon you want to bring back? Yeah. All I'm saying is we've had four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboots at least, and zero Biker Mice from Mars reboots. You know, like, I understand your frustration in that regard, because when you really think about it, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is kind of, no, it is a dumb idea. It's a very dumb idea, yet somehow, somehow it's survived into the modern day. Like, it shouldn't work. I'm not quite sure how it does. It was made as a parody of Daredevil. You know, did you know that? Did yeah, you know? that's why they fight the foot. Yeah, and their, 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 their rat master is called Splinter, and Daredevil's master is called Stick. Wait, was Splinter trained by Stick? No. Oh. And the same ooze that made the turtles into, you know, mutants is the same ooze that splashed Daredevil on the face. Anyway, I could talk about my choice, Symbionic Titan. I think that's unnecessary, because Biker Mice from Mars is arguably the greatest cartoon of our generation. <clears throat> I actually, I agree with you now. It's unnecessary for me to speak about Symbionic Titan and how it's one of the greatest shows of all time. So I won't. Just check it out. It's by Gendy Tartabowski, creator of Samurai Jack. That should tell you everything. I have no information for, about Biker Mice from Mars, but I feel the title alone speaks for itself. You They're are so right. Biker Mice from Mars. Wait, so are they mice... Martians? They're Martians from Mice Martians? Yeah. Mar did they have a special name for that? Like a like a Mouch a Marsh Mouchin? Mouchin? No, they're or, just the biker mice from Mars. But why are they from Mars? Like well, do they are they where they're from? Are they kinda of like they're not just mice, humanoid mice from Mars. They look like kinda of like Martians too, right? Like antenna, right? Yeah? I don't remember. I'm they kinda of let down. In your reboot, sure. Anyway, Jared, it's time for your next question. My next question. Um, what to say? What to say? Well, um... Well, the next question that you curated from our emails that have been written in. Oh, right, from our dozens of fans, adoring fans, of course. Okay, so... Um... Sexy Slut 182 asks, What... What do you think about eating meat? And should, I, I've been thinking about quitting eating meat, and how do you think I could become a vegan? Oh, well, it's very interesting, Swati, that you'd ask that, as Jen and I have actually, well, they're not vegan because I added milk, and they have powdered processed cheese, but Jen and I are making dumplings, and the dumpling dough is a completely vegan recipe as it uses wheat flour and water to make the dough. Wheat flour, salt, and water to make the dough. And then I figure filling it with mushrooms in like a reduction would be delicious. And that's all you really need to eat as a vegan. 
Mushroom dumplings. Whoever gets sick of eating food, right? I know I don't now. I sure don't. That's good, because these dumplings are mostly done. Also good, because then I won't have to resort to cannibalism. Well, I figured you would have only resorted to cannibalism in extreme situations. How is this? Mmm. Hot, but, oh my god, very hot. Well, yeah, it literally just came off the stove. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, like, that sauce that you have with dumplings? No, but I'll make some. Mm. Or make an approximation of that. That would be great. It needs some sauce. Or soy sauce, honestly. Mm. Well, I guess you're up with the next question, huh, now? Oh, what's that? Is that soy sauce? Yeah. Ah, oh, sweet. MukbangFan782 asks, Dear Nal and Jared, I am trying to figure out how to tell this person I'm interested in that I have feelings for them. How do I deal with the crushing fear of rejection? Do I just man up and ask? Not a Nook fan, just a Mukbang fan. Well, I think there's two things to do. First, Gauge if that person is interested in you. And then two, bury your feelings. Uh, no, uh, wow now. That's, that's really sad. What do you do after that next step? What? You just bury your feelings and that's it? That's the end result? Yeah. Can't get hurt if you never try. I mean, you're right, but you're wrong too. Not trying hurts a lot. No Not if you wrong. bury your feelings successfully. What that sounds like, Jared, is that you did not bury far enough. Wow. What do you think, Jared? But in all seriously, in all seriousness, Mukbang fan, 89, once you can gauge if someone likes you, it's a lot easier to profess your feelings. And sometimes rejection hurts, but sometimes love is beautiful. And sometimes love is rejection. That's deep now. Is it? Because I think it's from a fortune cookie. Fortune cookies are deep. Are they or are you looking too deeply into things? That's also a possibility. I prefer to think of things as deeper than deeper than um than they might be. And be pleasantly surprised. Hmm. I gotta admit, part of me thought mac and cheese dumplings the first time I made them were a bad idea. Now that I'm having them again, I agree. This what? is a terrible idea. These are delicious. What are you talking about? Yes, but terrible. How are they terrible? Because they're like so fatty? Because they're just starch on starch on starch. Mmm. Yeah, I can see that. Well, that's what happens when you don't have corned beef. Or meat. Or meat. Yeah. Well, Jared, I believe it's your turn for our question. Oh, wait. I never answered the question. Oh, I mean, yeah, you could do that, too. But we know they're here for my advice. Right, Mukbang fan? No. Right. No. 
I want to hear about Jared's opinion. Of course, Mookman fan. So, I think that you should just go for it. You know, like, especially if it's, especially if it's like a crush on someone you don't know so well. Like, it's always better to just give that relationship a shot. You know, like, try not to, you don't want to regret it. Like Panic at the Disco said, lying is the most fun a person can have except getting rejected by their crush. Okay. Well, Flower Power 39 says, um, M&M's or Skittles? Which is better? Well, you should start. What? You should start. I should start? Yeah, I answer my questions first. Okay. Oh my god. Ah, oh, this dumpling exploded. Mmm. Mmm. M&M's or Skittles? You are asking a very difficult question that, I, that I've often asked myself. Well, I gotta say, I prefer Skittles. More variety of flavor. I mean, like, chocolate, when I, I like my chocolate bee, you know, like a chocolate bar or like a chocolate ball. M&M's, you gotta like scoop a bunch in your mouth and to, for it to even have an effect. Honestly, I go with Skittles. Tastes the rainbow all Ooh. the way. In That's fact, right. that reminds me, our sponsor, Skittles, tastes the rainbow all the way. Huh. This podcast is also brought to us by Mukbangs. Everyone's new favorite live stream, mukbangs. Video games, be gone. People eating food, that's where it's at. This podcast is also brought to you by... I've already forgotten our other topics. I'm sorry for the lack of quality on this show. Mm. Well, I like it. Oh, this podcast is also brought to you by M&M's. Way better than Skittles. That's our tagline now. Also, that transitions into my answer, and I believe that M&M's are the superior candy. Chocolate. Who needs fruity flavors? If I want a fruity flavor, I'll eat a fruit. Hmm. Fruits are tasty now, but... Chocolate. I'd argue that fruit candy offers a much different experience than normal fruit. And, I mean, when's the last time you've actually had a fruity candy that tastes exactly like the fruit you ate. It's all about heightening the flavors you actually like about fruit. Oh, such deep perspective. And I'd argue that M&M's aren't just ordinary chocolate. That hard sugar coating is an experience onto itself. Mm. Not to mention, in terms of hard chocolate candies, M&M's are far and above better than anything else. They're better than those. They're better than chocolate covered raisins. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. They're better but than are they chocolate covered chocolate bar? They're an experience onto themselves. And they have such variety. Like you've got hard pretzel M&M's, you've got crunchy M&M's, you've got peanut butter. You've got mini M&M's, which make you feel like a giant, firstly. And secondly, they're just so much fun to eat. You pop that cap open, you throw it back. It's like you're popping painkillers on house. M&M's. Fun. Free. 
Better than Eminem. Better than Skittles. I think you're right in that M&Ms are better than M&Ms, as you were saying before you <clears throat> stumbled over your words and said Skittles. Because, you know, M&Ms are self-defeating, I think. Too small to give you a true experience. No way can they ever measure up to the actual joy of a Toblerone or some other great chocolate bar. Hold on, first of all, a Toblerone is inferior to M&Ms, period. What? Second what? of all... What? Yeah. How? How? Yeah. How? How? Well, they've got like toffee bits and that's just annoying. Not and all of them. They're annoying triangle shape. Because triangle shape is all annoying, I'll give you that. Yeah, and their only gimmick is that they get bigger and bigger or longer. And size gimmicks are just a lame way to sell your brand. Bigger is better now. Bigger is better. You're incorrect. Fundamentally, too. So you'd rather have quantity over quality, huh? Hold on. First of all, I told you M&M's are an experience unto themselves. And that experience is superior. You are, you are you're insane, Niall. How? How could M&M ever be better? Like, let I me mean, just think about it. Just think about one M&M versus, like, one actual chocolate piece. Hold on, but you, you're making it sound like only one M&M comes in an M&M pack. Still, no we're talk, I'm going to talk about breaking it down to the most basic, the most basic principles of these candies. And the hard sugar coating of an M&M is superior to most other things. A Snickers bar, just a worse M&M. What? No. What? No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. If you... M&M's are like chocolate scraps. Hold on. For example, if you took a M&M cutter, if they had such a thing, and cut out an M&M out of a Snickers bar, it would be worse. It would just melt in your hand. You know what doesn't melt, Jared? M&M's. Melt-proof chocolate. Ooh. I'd rather have a bite of a real candy bar than a mouthful of M&M's any day. Any day of the week. Really? But would you rather have a mouthful of Skittles than a mouthful of M&M goodness? Yeah, I'd actually have the Skittles. Because I have real chocolate bars now. Real chocolate bars. Yeah, and we've got, we've got Starburst, the superior Skittle. No. Yeah, I mean, they came up with the, it's juicy, like a liquid. But chewy like a solid. Starburst. That's not their tagline. No, but it's one of the things they did in their commercials. You know, with that Scottish man on the bus? No, what? What? Okay, you see, what I've learned is that you love cartoons, and I am really into commercials. I mean, I still know the, I know a lot of the commercials I watched as a kid. Like, GFX. Ch-ch-ch-chia, the pottery that grows. All right, we have another question. This question comes in from Taylor, I control bugs. She says, if all of my friends are okay with drugging a kidnapped girl, what should I do? Do I abandon them even though I really want friends? Do I try to rescue the girl even though it could result in my death? What would you do? Well, Taylor, personally, 
As Long Beach Griffey said, fuck them kids. You should get yours and also call the police. Just call the police. They'll solve your problems. They might not solve your problems, but I'd call the police if I were you. Uh, Taylor, I gotta say, in a situation where a person has kidnapped a kid and no one's raised the alarm, I have to worry that this guy may have even police, politicians, and government officials in his pocket. I would not go to the police. I feel I will endanger you and your family. <clears throat> I'd bide my time. I'd bide my time and wait. Learn about your enemy. Even if your friends are okay. Even if your friends are okay with the whole drugs girl thing, they can still be a resource to you. Look at the weapons you have at your disposal. Build them up more. And eventually, you'll be able to take this guy down. Now, aren't you going to eat anymore? No. Really? I'm in the pool. You can have as many dumplings as you like that are left. I get what you're saying now. It's like stuffing bread in bread. And then yeah. covering it in butter. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't go that far. Yeah, well, I think this was a good podcast on my phone. Now they did. So, thank you for listening. We don't have a segment where we give you news from Miser AFC Wimbledon. So, this is we? just... Well, that's what John and Hank Green do. Cause they well, are, that's terrible. It's incredible, actually. What? If you just sit down and listen to one of I'm their podcasts with me. I feel like... I mean, I have you captive. To, if there's ever going to be an ongoing joke...